Hey everybody, I'm Nick Davis. Welcome to Simply Not Easy, the podcast about simple action steps to improve the journey of your life as I work to improve the journey of my own. Hey, what's going on everybody? Welcome back to Simply Not Easy. Hope you're all having a great day out there today. So today, out here on Tasty Tuesday, the Tasty Tuesday after Thanksgiving, we're out here, we're comparing apples and oranges. I'm gonna tell you what I mean by that. Um, But first of all, it's been a good day. Nice day in New Hampshire, nice and relaxed. Good time just hanging out with some quality time with some good family. Um, Absolutely soaking this up, loving my time out here. Um, And I uh, head out tomorrow, head out to Maine to visit my good friend, Tom Nixon, probably my favorite roommate throughout all of boarding school I was hanging with. Um, we had this, man, it's, it's dangerous. We had this communication going. We just give each other looks. And like, I swear, like, we could have like half hour long conversations without saying a damn word. It was, uh, it got pretty intimidating. Let me just put it that way for sure. So I'll be heading up north, visiting him tomorrow, visiting a bunch of other friends up there. So I'm looking forward to it, man. It's a good time soaking in this East Coast life, even if this East Coast life is, uh, sitting on top of a foot of snow right now but anyways tasty tuesday today what the heck we talking about when i say comparing apples to oranges i'll tell you guys a little backstory um probably about six years ago or so um actually at least least track of time might be five six seven years whatever i had two of my good real close friends of mine um they decided to go vegan and at first they went vegetarian then they turned vegan pretty soon after that and honestly, I, at the time, I hadn't heard as much about vegan lifestyle and that kind of thing. I kind of doubted they could do it. I'll be real, I was a doubter at the time. Um, and, and um, you know, I didn't think much of it. I said like, hmm, wow, I wonder if you can actually do that. As they were talking to me about this idea. And uh, one of them held on to it real good. It was like, Nick, I remember when you told me that. I remember when you doubted me. And man, I used that for fuel along the way. I'm like, okay, sweet dude. I'm glad you did. Um, you know, I'll admit that I, I'm, I've been wrong at times, um, and certainly um, now I've been wrong for many different things, and in my past I've been wrong, so kudos to them for doing it and sticking it out. But for them, the choice was, it wasn't about let me go vegan because of health concerns or even expense or anything like that. For them, it was let me go vegan because of the ethics behind it, um, because of rights of the animals um, because I mean a lot of people for the animal rights will go um, to a certain extent about how you know it is cruel for the animals supporting the meat industry um, things like the um, just sustainability of the earth in general and the ability and wondering if our planet can sustain to give so much water and resources to uh, raising livestock a lot of people get into the ethics behind it in terms of okay how are we treating the animals they go a whole nother whole nother layer these guys my two friends they get into the ethics behind what right do we have both as people other than also as for other animals and us specifically kind of controlling breeding other animals what right do we have bringing a living being into this world for all the suffering that is it's going to experience and you know that's certainly a, a deep deep ethical question that gets far beyond um, you know, it, no, it's not beyond the whole idea of veganism because for them, it's at the very root of it. 
And again, I am not representing all of their views. I am not representing um, the, the, the totality of their views or really the specificity of their views. Really, I'm giving a blanket statement um, that is a generalization based on what they've told me. But we'd have to go into an hour-long conversation to, to really get to the depth of this. So one, so I don't misquote them and misrepresent some of their views. And two, for the sake of what we're getting to in this podcast episode, I'm not going to get into that. And then I've got another situation, right? So we take that world. That's one world. That's one backstory. Now let's go down in a parallel universe. That parallel universe involves my younger brother, one of my younger brothers, uh, my little bro Evan, little karate kid dude. Uh, so, you know, formerly kind of a chunky guy, whatever, and, you know, people say, oh, I'm big bone. No, you're just fat. Well, he was, you know, big bone and fat at one time. Now he's, you know, fairly in shape, like pretty darn in shape. He's, you know, he's a high level belt karate dude and everything, and uh, he ran some cross country in high school, stuff like that. Played ultimate frisbee in college, so. He's decently in shape and everything, but he's still big boned, right? So he doesn't fit the typical stereotype of like a, a toothpick, endurance, still muscular, but a very ectomorph body type. Not at all. He's more of a meso and a, a meso endo a little endomorphish um, body type for but yeah, he still ran cross country and everything. So there's a little bit of a difference. Why am I talking about this dude? Well, I'll tell you why. Uh, probably about a week before Thanksgiving, this dude decided to go vegan. And kind of out of nowhere. Not really out of nowhere. He was watching a bunch of documentaries, and there are some new documentaries out there on Netflix and stuff talking about a, a plant-based diet and advocating for a plant-based diet out there. Which, for one, overall, I am, with, again, without misconstruing my words, in general, I am... Well, Overall, I am a huge fan of having a ton of plants in your diet as a part of your diet, as, in fact, the majority of your diet. We'll talk a little bit about the whole idea of fully a plant-based diet in totality, a.k.a. no meat, no animals, no animal products involved, um, so we can keep that in mind. But, and again, I, I, I know this dude well. He's my little brother, four years younger than me. Is literally his first word was a poorly pronounced Nick. Um, so this dude's been on my tail for forever. And so I know him real well. And I asked him, hey, Evan, is this, like, your choice here to do this, is this for health reasons or is this because of ethical reasons? And I asked this because I've asked this to my other friends that I talked about recently. And I've asked this to many other people because, hey, I'm curious. And, uh, you know, I'm curious in life about any time somebody is has enough of a conviction for whatever they're doing to at least start or especially sustain any kind of behavior change that lasts a long period of time, aka for your life. Whenever we put the stick in the ground and say, I'm holding this line or I'm doing this behavior for the rest of my life, that is a huge and powerful statement. So I get really curious with people's mentality for that for any reason and going vegan or vegetarian, vegetarian or these dietary changes that's just one possibility, one aspect of that. So, I asked my little bro this. And he says, oh, of course, just health-wise. He's like, and he even admits, like, kind of smildly and, like, jokingly shaking his head. He's like, I don't care about the ethics. And, uh, I mean, I think I believe him that he has some influence. 
from it, but enough to actually make that decision? No. And I believe him. For his, him, his motivation was all health. And this is what I'm talking about, comparing apples and oranges and understanding that, you know, through this podcast, the idea um, of simply not easy and simplifying things of the thoughtful Thursdays we have sometimes about getting into the mindset behind it. What's the mindset? What's the reason why? And we really have to question, even for these little things in life, such as, you know, what food do I choose to eat on this day or that day? Um, Sometimes these choices don't mean much. Sometimes they mean everything because the choice itself, the individual food here and there, isn't that significant. What's always more significant is the why behind it. And my good friend, Bob Chang, who I do my other podcast with, he, again, he probably didn't coin this, but he keeps bringing up the idea of your five whys, your five why exercise. So you want to find the reason behind something and again, this is why two-year-olds are so freaking brilliant. Well, maybe three-year-olds. Two-year-olds are just saying, no, 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 no. Why? Because it's cool, right? It's the first time that they're like, huh, you're holding my hand, you're leading me. Guess what? I don't always have to go with you. Three-year-olds, four-year-olds, they're like, why? Why? Five-year-olds especially. So like, give me a reason. I want to understand. And again, it's because they want to understand. So instead of just saying, oh, I'll tell you when you're older, blah, 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 maybe we should actually nurture their minds. Maybe, you know, them asking why is truly a part of their development. So let's have them ask why for the right things, not to avoid something, but to embrace something. All right, that's my little tangent going on there. But again, it's about asking why. So why are you, why are you vegan? Um, I'm going to make up a complete fake scenario here. That's probably true for some people. Why are you vegan? Oh, why am I vegan? I'm vegan because I don't believe that I should be involved in killing animals. Why do you care about not wanting to be involved in killing animals? Um, Because they are sentient life and there's other sentient life like me. Okay, why do you care about not killing or harming sentient life? They'll say something about, oh, it's it's sacred. Okay, Uh, then you can ask them further. Why, Why do you think it's sacred? So what you're doing is you're getting down, by the time you ask five whys, you're getting down to their the depth of the reason behind it. The individual nuances, the what and the how, eh, that can get lost a little bit. Or even when you dive into just one one layer of why do you do something, it can be kind of superficial. Good enough when things are feeling good, when you're in the groove, and when you've got, um, not motivation, but momentum. When you've got, sorry, just completely word blank. When you've got momentum on your side, that's all you need, even if that may be. But when you're going uphill, an uphill battle against that, eh, you might need something to help you persevere through a little bit better. So that's why you ask the five whys. I'm a big fan of this exercise for anything in life. But anyways, carrying on, ladies and gentlemen. It's about understanding that. So the um, influence with my younger brother where, you know, it, this, these kind of two things are, these two scenarios are in a big contrast to each other. He cares about it for health, nutrition, fueling his body in terms of what he, one, what he should have in his body, and two, what he shouldn't have. Um, I think, honestly, his motivation is a little bit too strongly for what he shouldn't have, and he's neglecting the specific focus about what he should have. Again, he's doing a lot better than many people do, but tons of room to improve. Now, that's totally different than I do this for an ethical reason. Why? Because that's not your reason. 
you know, me, somebody saying to um, somebody who happens to be vegan, again, putting a big blanket statement on this, oh, you're not getting enough, uh, enough protein in this way, or you're, you know, you might be lacking a certain micronutrient. Maybe that's true. Maybe that's not true. And, you know, maybe they're, you know, they're not at the point of malnourishment, but they're not at the point of optimal ideal health. Somebody who has a strong enough why that their why is for ethical behavior, that they are motivated by that. Like, for example, my two friends, let me be honest with you, they're, they're not going to care. It's not about, you know, what is ideal optimal nutrition to fuel my body for success all the time. That's not what their argument was about. They'll do things to hedge the bets, to move themselves a little bit closer in the right way to say, hey, yeah, if I got a good choice and if I can be, you know, malnourished compared to, oh, I'm feeling pretty good, but slightly under in some nutrients, of course they're going to choose the better. But that is not the answer. Telling somebody that they're missing out on something because of their deep-seated ethical behavior, again, for their why, that doesn't do you looking good at all whatsoever just it doesn't give you that much so what's the point today's today's podcast episode get to their why understand it understand it deeply understand it well and that my friends is going to be the key to your success whether we're talking about nutrition out here on a tasty tuesday like what we are doing right now or whether it's in anything else in life so again, was I giving y'all all, was I talking about great nutritional facts, great, you know, all oh, trash, new food, whatever? No. So you're like, okay, why the hell is this a tasty Tuesday, a waste of my time, right? No. It's a reminder that understanding the why, the motivation, the reason behind, and every little thing that we do will unlock the key to success in ourselves. Because by understanding why, that changes the questions we ask. And by changing the questions we ask, it changes the answers you receive. And so ask, and you shall receive. All right, y'all. Simply, not easy.